This is behind the the stable. We can't. I mean, none of this is a cold open. Yeah. I mean, it can well, just just go right now. You guys started hitting the THC eight and all went downhill. I none of this is me. I I had a cold <laughs> open planned. We started talking about. At first, I wanted the cold open just just to put be it, us just naming our, our Mount Rushmore uh, comedians. Yeah, but. just put it behind. Just put this behind the cold open. Uh, you just started hearing this about 20 seconds in. This is Tristan Horse with the cold open. If you'd like to hear everything that happened before this, tune in for Behind the Stable. I can't do it an 11-minute cold open. That's insane. No, slow burn. No, I'm saying Late cold open, and then you could just play this after the, the, the... Late title card. Every good piece of art has it. No. Responds, I don't drive a cataract, I drive a Rincon Continental. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 62 of Welcome to the Horse House. Only one episode away now from the big. Sixty-four. I was so scared that it was today. I almost didn't come. <laughs> you might want to tune out on a on 64 because it's going to be a Beatles mania. We, we're having guests in who knew the Beatles and who worked with them. We're having George Martin, the famous producer's son. He's well, I'm flying him in from England, from London, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about the process behind his genius father's uh, production. We couldn't get Brian Epstein and we couldn't get Jeffrey Epstein, which was the next joke. So we're going to find Theo Epstein, former general manager of the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> Yes, uh, it's cost me a pretty penny, let's just say that. Welcome to the Horse House, I'm your host Tristan Horse, back at you again for a whopping 62. 62 episodes of Welcome to the Horse House, Welcome to Tristan Horse, that's like almost 70 hours. Wait, that means next week's episode 63? Yeah. Oh, okay. I said we're one episode away. Oh, uh, sorry. I'm not going to count episode 64. Yeah, it's already Do done. You not? I no, I'm one no, episode we're, away. We're not counting this episode. It's already uh, done. Okay, so think of this episode as a circle. Okay, no, I'm serious. Okay. And, and then right next to that is a circle, and the other one's a circle. Yeah. So the circle on the right-hand side is 64. I, I get The one we're at right here on the left-hand side is is 62. I get what you mean. If you wanted to jump over to 64, how many episodes do you have to cross? We're starting this episode, though. Right. Uh, I so guess I would right. say you would. We are this episode, and then the following episode. Away. It doesn't matter if you listen to it or not. The episode's been posted. So we True. are one episode away from sixty-four. Start giving the- Tristan money, and then you'll <laughs> hit that clarinet. <laughs> Welcome to the Tristan Horse. We had a good episode planned for you guys today. Uh, it's all in my head. I've stopped writing down notes, and you can really tell because the yeah. episodes have just been declining. Uh, the last episode, which is post uh, i've been trying to fucking post that episode man and it just does not want to let me all right oh it's been posted all right episode 61 is up right now still a <laughs> weekly podcast we have still released every single week let's go can we please get like a days without Sheesh. incident sign in here yeah yeah for whenever yeah. we miss a podcast yeah. welcome to this is i'm here with tristan horse we got a good show for, planned for you today. got two friends of mine drew's dead yeah you know that you're the one that 
extends the invitation every yeah. week. No, I have been. Does he? Did, did I offend him somehow? Uh, he's uh, living in a monastery in the south of France currently. With with um, Steve Bannon, <laughs> they're they're forming a master, the ultimate solution. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Based alert. Oh, it's the final solution. Yeah. <laughs> They're creating the, the final solution. I no. thought you were just being cheeky until no. you went, oh, it's the final solution. I, I, the I ultimate solution is, is just like Ajax cleaning or something. The ultimate solution is the ocean. No, it's... Water the, is the ultimate solution. Yeah, it's the universal solvent. That's right. Based <laughs> alert. Who do I have here? Hey, it's Rudy. Oh. That's the sound of the man working on the pod cast. That's the sound of the man working on the pod cast. How you hear him singing? Ooh. Ah. Hey, it's Steven. How you doing? I don't understand that. What was the that? Fucking Sam Cook <laughs> intro song. Yeah, Sam Cook. That was the song "Chain Gang" by oh. Sam Cook. On the boardwalk. I can do that 63 if you want. I probably won't. If you do a full parody, a full proper parody, I'll put some um, instruments in the back for you. Karaoke can we start getting Steve to do uh, full-length songs and put them on a Horsehouse SoundCloud for a dollar a track? I gotta tell you, I'm, I, I feel like the song bit's played out. It's only played out because you don't do it anymore. I mean, barely. it's a constant. It's something stable. Steven, the one you did last week was like three words long. Because it's 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 very time consuming and no reward. Why are you holding your microphone like that? What do you mean? Like a Chinaman? It's just it's a microphone, not chopsticks. It's just like it's it's not it's it's never really that funny. It's not funny to can't see the podcast. He's holding Stephen's not even holding it like someone would hold chopsticks. He's holding the microphone like like a New Yorker would hold a hot dog. Yes. Chris, can you call in and confirm? If anyone's seen the movie uh, Spider-Man 3, in the in the montage where they play Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, whenever Peter Parker just <laughs> fucking keisters that hot dog, that's how Steven's <laughs> holding this mic. This is actually how my friend used to hold cigarettes. I... me? No, oh. no. You're not his only friend. Justin. Actually... I lied. Well, there were two. There were two ways he would hold cigarettes. He would hold cigarettes now. like this, and then he would hold. He would hold them like this, between the third and the fourth finger. Yeah, like this that. is good for audio podcasts. Yeah, and like that. So between the third and the fourth, and the fourth and the fifth. But I am holding it kind the of the minor like fall, a... the major lift. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker, dude. They beat you to I it. I couldn't remember the lyrics yeah. in time. <laughs> this is how the Brits hold it. This is between the middle finger and ring finger. Yeah. Yeah. That's how the British do it. That's how Bob like Dylan that. held his cigarettes. I've too. always held my cigarettes like like I'm smoking a joint. Really, like this? Yeah, but between the finger, yeah. uh, between the fingertips, between the index on the thumb. I, I would do mine like. Well, just... so I started smoking weed before I smoked cigarettes. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I have... started vaping before I smoked cigarettes. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't usually the. Uh... Yeah. No. Yeah. I um. Yeah. No. I I think I tried weed. Uh, whatever I was like 15 for the first time and then I started smoking whenever I was 18 okay uh, yeah. so like that just like carried over was it were the shrooms after the weed yeah yeah you, you, you never really divulged with us the shroom your shroom life I feel like I've 
I think I've said it so many times that it's become like a tired subject. I always feel like well, we we talked off the podcast many times about oh. the charades. I always you and like, I talked not that much about it. really. I always feel like uh, anyone talking about like a psychedelic experience is inherently cringe. So I try not to. I know what you mean. Just you know microdosing when you microdose LSD, you don't trip. No, I had no idea. People yeah. do it for depression and stuff. Well, and also like uh, it's become somewhat of a thing in like Silicon Valley startups. Um, the idea is that you're just like stimulating like the cognitive centers of your brain, hmm. so maybe like it will offer you different perspectives. That and fetal tissue. Stop. How those people fucking work? No, Silicon Valley is good. Thanks alert. You can't watch that show anymore because of T.J. Miller. <laughs> Stop. It was a, it was a good show, I and also he left. T.J. Miller. He's a rapist. No. What did he do? I don't know. He called in a bomb threat on a train. Uh, yeah, and it, is just it, notoriously difficult to work. And with. one time he assaulted an Uber driver for being a Trump supporter. Is that true? He physically assaulted him. I think like Miller, I the like one a, with the annoying voice and the mustache and the long hair. Yeah. Yep. With the ramen noodle hair. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. He was a he was a funny guy. I have, for the record, watched all of Silicon Valley, and he is funny in it. I, that's that's on the same level as like Community for me. It's a Mike Judge show. Oh, is it Mike Judge? Yeah, I love Mike Judge. Yeah, Mike Judge is. <laughs> I'd like to say he's never made anything bad, but after King of the Hill, he had like two other cartoons that weren't very good. What is it? The Good Family? The Good Family. They're like hippies. Yeah. And then he had another one, and I don't, think, I don't think that's on anymore. That was like a couple months ago. I remember seeing it. Oh, really? Brickleberry? No. Brickle- that's-, <laughs> that's Daniel Tosh. <laughs> Brickleberry? I've always, I've always been a huge Mike Judge fan. Yeah, no, uh, Idiocracy, Beavis and Butthead, uh, of course, King of the Hill. I didn't know you liked Beavis and Butthead. No, oh, yeah. Office, Office Space. Space, really good one. Yeah, yeah, Beavis Office Space a is show. a classic for Office Space me. is a for classic. Me. Maybe controversial. For, for cogs like us, we all know about Office it's Space. In in line with uh with Rudy really liking Dilbert as a kid. Yes. Uh, Office Space, what came out in like 99. Yeah. Uh, you liked all of the antagonists. <laughs> no, I think I, I probably, I think I watched the movie whenever I was maybe like 13. Um, so... Uh, what I'm 12 now, yeah, so uh, says, uh, yeah, do um, some math. I just really identify with it. I was like, bro, I have the spirit of a uh, of a dead end job worker <laughs> working in a shitty office with a bad boss, just changing zero zero to zero and zero zero. Nothing zero. changed. Yeah, you still do that with co- when you code and when you mine for Doge. Yeah, I just sit. I sit in a dark room with my LED strips. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, in your 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 uh, coom dungeon. Uh, please, goon cave, goon cave, sir. Anyways, Mike Judge is good. Yeah, Mike Judge is good. And it's cool because he sounds like Hank Hill. Yeah. Yeah, his like normal speaking voice is like Hank Hill light. Where do you guys stand as Beavis and Butthead fans? Uh, is Mr. Anderson... Uh, is That's he, proto-Hank Hill. Is he... Is, like is he Hank, though? He's not Hank. He's not Hank, but he's proto-Hank. There are some people that assert Hank. that uh, in the Hank's extended lie. universe, Hank is in like some sort of witness protection program. You know, I hate any sort of fan theories because none of them are real. The like, Rugrats yeah, are all theories. dead. The Rugrats yeah. Tommy Ed, was aborted. Ed and Nettie are all in a coma. Right? Yeah, Winnie a, the Pooh is depressed. This is it, leaking. The table lighter is leaking. Yeah, I filled up to the fucking brim. Fuck. Oh, I was filling up one it's of my zippos just, the other lighter fluid. I lit my hand on fire for the first time. It's fun. After because years it, of it, having a zippo. It doesn't hurt or anything. My skin was just really dry after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that'll dry Sucked. you out. Yeah. It'll dry me out. Uh, but yeah. It'll uh, make it airtight. King of the Hill, that's one of those shows where it just, um, it's perfect. It's perfection. And it never lost it. It was on air for 10 years. Yeah, like, it was really good. Until the Cleveland show came along. I am really worried about yeah. And justifiably dethroned yep. it. Isn't that a fucking shame, dude? Or maybe not remake, but like the re—if they do a king, if they go through the King of the Hill reboot, it was just so good. 
It's like, and I, I hate. I'm. I'm I've, I think I've said this on the show before. I hated King of the Hill when I was a kid. That's really? how a lot of kids are. I didn't, but a lot of my friends who like it now hated it. I, I tried really to get them to watch it when we were kids. And they wanted to do but it. But like, I, I, it's because of the nine o'clock switch yeah. when Cartoon Network became. Um, See, I only watched it on Adult Fox. Swim. I never and then later it on in life, I watched it on yeah. Adult Swim, but it was always when I was little, it was Fox. In but my, when I was, same with Futurama. In my household, uh, even though I was like, uh, I think I was like. 10 or 12 um simpsons was potentially too risque for me uh so king of the hill was the substitute i was just I was about to, to say to that every p- person i talked to the parents are always weary of you know family guy and the simpsons but every family was like all right you can watch king yeah of the hill. i wasn't allowed to watch johnny bravo you talked about that before which is strange. he's a rapist he was a it could be he was misogynist were you allowed to watch uh pepe Le Pew? uh rape skunk that's why that was my nickname in high school <laughs> There was a, um, I watched a congressman, um, speak the other day on that, um, maybe it was, it was the house floor, I don't know, along with, like, the Dr. Seuss controversy, uh, the man just went, and we can't talk about Pepe Le Pew anymore, <laughs> well, and I thought I was fucking high. Well, well, that, that's the same level as cringe as when Lindsey Graham went up there and talked about how he hates how he can't jerk off to the new Lola Bunny <laughs> Space Jam. <laughs> they made her look like a dude. He's just really trying to make people think he's not gay. That dude is such a fucking flamer. He's like, uh, he's like Mead that I sent you. We'll get, we'll talk. About, uh, Are we gonna talk about Mead? I want to try to get an interview with Mead Skelton. There's a man called Mead Skelton. I don't that like guy that. Rules. He's strange. We'll he, say that much. Is that his Christian? Are we gonna name? talk about him later? Or can we'll I talk about him right now? Well, I don't know. Um, one we, more thing: a, a King of the Hill reboot. I don't know if I want to watch Hank react to SJWs. That's what it's going to be. Nothing good can come from it. Isn't Mike Judge conservative? He's he's libertarian. I don't think I can point to a he's big with spot where he's ever been outwardly political in his work though. No, he 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 has characters who are conservative. Yeah, but he he's never actually put like any sort of actual narrative. Well, and also like the messaging and all. I mean, uh, first example that comes to mind: uh, Hank gets along with the uh, Michael Clark Duncan voiced Black Rose cultivar. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like there's a. It wasn't like a. uh, I don't know. I think like maybe some people can interpret it without and like, his really Laotian neighbors. Which, true. I just which ocean? It, it really nice. It really there's a scene in that episode when Khan first when the Sufanufan phones <laughs> first move in and uh, and Lady Bird goes missing and Hank thinks that yeah. they ate her and Hank is like sneaking around their house and he sees Christian will know exactly what I'm talking about because we used to laugh so hard at this. Hank like looks up through the window and he sees him cutting meat and Hank turns around and goes. Oh. <laughs> he almost throws up because he thinks this lady were, I don't know why that always stuck with me and that supports my running theory that I've talked to you guys a lot about that every good Kirby enthusiasm bit has come from King of the Hill go on uh, there was like a whole episode where uh, Jeff and uh, whatever that bitch's name is dog goes missing oh yeah and there's the uh, there's like Susie. the Asian hairdresser uh, okay because, did you did you do you know yeah, anything about yes the dog? yeah i do know what you're dog? talking about yeah yeah that's like the king of the hill episode where hank convinces when they go to japan and he convinces the world war ii aviator to commit suicide Rude. because he didn't do a kamikaze attack i'm look good epi- good good episode of, can of we have curb. a can we have an important philosophical discussion on if you're a kamikaze pilot and you're alive <laughs> you're not good <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking funny okay so so do you, i'm a survivor so no think, i'm a survivor <laughs> do you yes, think yes. that's that's like an iconic curb scene do you think it's better to have been a kamikaze pilot and gone through with it 
or to have been a kamikaze pilot and go, this is stupid. I'm not dying for this. Well, Which is better, better? It's better to have been loved than never loved at all. True. It's old soldiers never die. They just owner of a lonely heart. They just heart. that way. They get in. They get in planes. Owner of a lonely heart's much better than owner of a broken heart. <laughs> yes. Old soldiers never die. They just spando ballet. We're we're cutting out. <laughs> Are we? I can hear everyone perfectly fine. There we go. Steven, you're never a huge curb guy. That's one of the two episodes I've seen. You should maybe watch all of Curb because I think you'd yeah. enjoy it. You I don't know anyone who doesn't really. I don't enjoy know. Curb. Steven doesn't like cringe stuff though. That's true. The whole show is cringe. I wouldn't say the whole show like, is cringe. Good cringe though. Yeah. Makes you want to like like Scott's Tots cringe. Okay, I have a hard time watching the Scott's Tots episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> when Larry takes those flowers from Funkhauser's mom's roadside memorial. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> and he compliments Cheryl on like the beautiful flowers. And he goes, "Where did you get them?" <laughs> Another funny one is when Richard Lewis's bird dies, and Larry goes, "Sorry, bird died. Good thing I'm still alive." <laughs> and Richard Lewis, as funny as he is, he plays the straight man so goddamn well. Oh yeah. Just him go, Why the fuck would you say that? Mm-hmm. My fucking bird just died. Why? That's not funny, Larry. What the fuck? You don't like Funkhauser, do you? I'm not crazy. You I, always talk shit about Marty. He I was like, one of the best. Characters. I liked him as Super Dave. He's good at Super Dave, but it was funny how offended he'd always get at Larry. Because yeah. he'd always get so pissed off at Larry. One of my least favorite episodes, just because it's so Funkhauser-centric, uh, except for the payoff, is yeah. whenever Funkhauser converts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they're outside of the Palestinian chicken place, and Larry says, don't fucking wear your yarmulke in there. The, the, look, it's too much, yep. okay? And he takes it from him and fucking stomps <laughs> on it into the ground. And they all see it. Like, yeah. <laughs> he walks in, and the, and the hostess is like... <laughs> You stood up to that Jew. And he goes, she goes, you are a Jew. And he goes, yes, I am Lieb, son of Nat. <laughs> the <coughs> the Palestinian chicken episode is one of the best. Yeah. Well, it's like one of those iconic episodes. One of the funniest. Fuck me, you dirty yeah, Jew. That's yeah. one of the funniest bits from the show. Conquer yep. me like you conquered my people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, we haven't. Uh, that, this is like the second Curb diatribe we've gone on. Because uh, in an early episode, we went a long time on Curb. I like it, whatever it happens. Curb's a fantastic show. Great fucking show. I think um, a little poll for the audience and for the boys in the room. Uh, do we? Is it good to sympathize with Larry David? Always. Yeah. Well, do you know why? Because Larry almost never means to be an asshole. Yeah. A lot of the times, he actually does nice things for people a lot. Yeah. But he always makes it bad. Well, and also, he gets fucked over by his own kindness sometimes, which it's is true. weird to say yeah, about Larry yeah, yeah. David. But what Larry does is, you, Larry can't help it. He just totally is ignorant of what is socially good. Which, I mean... He doesn't understand social, like... It's a changing landscape. Some people are autistic. It's okay. I, I guess so. Um, one thing I hate... This is the last thing I'll say about Curb. On the HBO streaming... Is it HBO Now, HBO Go, HBO Plus? What the fuck There's, is it? I use HBO it, Max. It used to, I use okay, HBO it used Max. to be HBO Now was the streaming service, and HBO Go was the mobile app, and uh, now it's HBO Max, and it's both of them. It's Maximum, yeah. HBO. Yeah. One thing I don't like is the icon for Curb. Mm-hmm. It's a silhouette of Larry. Yeah. Cool. But over the mouth, it says, oi. Oh, why? Larry never says, oi. It's a little anti-Semitic on HBO's I, part. I mean, I guess so, but like... um Based alert. I, I may be really out of line here, and you can make fun of me if you want. Larry doesn't really Jew it up on the show. 
you could make the argument. Uh, He's very Jewish. I, as the I, as a friend of the Jewish community, and with yes. much respect for them, please do not clip any of this. We'll get to that. Uh, he acts very. We'll get to- uh, he acts like his whole persona is like kind of like that classic like Woody Allen like self loathing. Well, I was gonna say that's, that's true. That's, a, that's true. an old thing in yeah. comedy. Just like the the I mean going back to when it was laughing at and not laughing yeah. with. Yeah, like uh, the stereotypical Jew. Like that's a vaudeville thing, and then Woody Allen true. took it and basically yeah. made a whole like career. The off neurotic. Jew. Well, I mean, there's like two kinds of like uh, acting Jewy, so to speak. Heavy air mm. quotes. There's like Larry could just run around and say, "Oi, oi, I'm so verklempt," yeah. right? Or he could just be a miserable asshole. No, true. <laughs> I mean, and that's usually in Hollywood what you get. It's mm-hmm. it's either so it's you're not saying anything like controversial there. That's just how it is in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah just being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, whatever. It's endearing. I don't know if that's because of like. Um, if that's inherently endearing or if it's because of like the cultural mainstay of like that trope. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> but I don't know. Curb's a good show. There's also a third one. It's Macklemore on stage in disguise. That's the third Jewish stereotype you see in Hollywood. What do you mean by in disguise, Tristan? Next segment. <laughs> So, there have been some recent events that have gone on in the Middle East. We're not a political podcast. I usually don't say anything, but when you see all of the unfairness, the, the destruction, the death, the violation of human rights, I have to say something. I am 100% for Israel. I totally believe in their right to exist, and I'd say that the 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 Palestinians are being pretty pretty mean. They're being buttholes out there. Towards the poor Israelis. Like the Bible says in Psalm 1226, 6, as me, a Christian, would say, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. That is the scriptural principle of prosperity is tied to blessing Israel in the city of Jerusalem. L'chaim. And so I think that it's good for us to put positive energy into Jerusalem and to support businesses that support Israel. And Stephen... You've been making your own hummus lately. You know, it's one thing. It's and pretty... telling the whole town about it. I, post... I made that part up. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, one, I mean, I'm going to say three. Is things. it Sabra that supports Israel? Yeah, Sabra supports. Not only do they support Israel, but they support the a lot of the settlement programs. Thank God, so we're giving yeah. these Palestinians a place to live, not in these settlements. Not, that's not what it is. <laughs> uh, these camps. I'm going to say three things here. Based alert. One, uh, posting something on Instagram is not telling the town. You're telling the whole world after that. Two, the hummus tastes better when you make it yourself for what it's no, worth. No, the hummus tastes like shit. Okay. I disagree. I'm glad that someone's with me. It's um, a texture thing for me. Yeah, and I was going to say, Rudy, you false you false knight on the road. Shouts out to the Fleet Foxes. Um, you, you, uh, you don't like it because of texture, not because of taste. Yeah. I, you, I but he said it tastes bad. And I agreed with him. Well, I agreed that I disliked it and then specified the texture. You're statement. a coward. I beat you to this. Also, What's your third one? Third and most importantly, um, Tristan Horse is by nature a contrarian. And I'm glad that he decided to uh, be a contrarian by siding with the American government, all major big business, and the entire world community that is not in the uh, predominantly Muslim world. Can we get a Stevens Frito-Lay corner? What are the interests in the region? <laughs> <laughs> like material interests? Just corporate interests, maybe. Uh, that support Israel? I was just wondering. I don't know what I you're know, asking. I didn't know if anything jumped to mind. Are you being rude towards Israel right now? No, I'm being rude towards Stephen because he hates that Israel. Is, that is the place of God's chosen people. Yeah. I was... One, can, it was, one can be... And it was for 
at least 5,000 years. I was personally disappointed uh, whenever the Alaska Dome was not taken down because that is a herald of the end times whenever God's chosen I was, people will I was upset the when the Biodome was taken down because Pauly Shore was <laughs> ahead of his time. Dome. But Stephen, but, as a... What were you going to say? About Pauly Shore? No, about Israel. Oh, like, you can... Like, this is a joke podcast and we have a good Christ time. Christ lived there. When but, it was... Before it was Palestine. Make Israel... Israel again. Make Palestine Israel again. Well, it was Judea then, not Israel, right? I can't wait until Bibi Netanyahu gets Gaddafi'd. Also, you mm, know well, he's a strong leader. He's a close friend of the United States. And the only reason he's... Have you seen his and polling and numbers and in And they need a man like that! He's not doing what's right the only for the reason Israeli people. And they need a man like that! No, the, only the Israeli re- people are stronger than he is. The only reason he did all of this was because he was about to get ousted from office. But what like, he did this? Oh, so he texted the... Hamas to tell them to start blowing up their buildings. You're very funny. Hamas, um, hummus. One can. We'll get to the hummus. Sabra? If I was gonna say, if Drew were here for for an optics check, technically Palestinians are Semites, but you could be. Uh, just because you're pro-Palestine, it doesn't mean you're an anti-Semite. But... The left is anti-Semitic, Stephen. Okay, cool. I'm off. I am off. Anyway, what do you pal- say about my? Hummus? I am off the Palestinian. Democratic plantation. And well, so is I cannot stop me. Well, so is AOC. So. I fully support Israel's right to exist, and they have nothing but my support. And so does the government of Israel. Do you want me to drive home and get some hummus and bring it back? It's <coughs> actually pretty good. Well, Stephen, it's funny you say that because once I found out that is that, that Sabra supports Israel, I bought two brand new <laughs> containers. And let them sit I in the br- horse house for I brought hours. Two containers, of- and it's the same flavor I made. It it is supremely spicy hummus and roasted oh, pine I nut it was hummus. Red pepper. Sorry. So after I heard that this great company of Sabra uh, gives money to the Israeli people, I said I have to go out and I have to buy some to support Israel as much as I can. And just to prove to you how much I support Israel. Uh, I don't even like hummus. You're going to eat um, all of it right Last now? time I checked, we're fighting a war in the Middle East, so I, so I don't have to eat hummus. Mm-hmm. But just to prove to you that I bought this Are only you... for to support Israel, let me demonstrate to you. I'm opening this brand new package of hummus. Please don't throw it in the trash. People could eat it that. It has... Someone shit on the top Ugh. of it? Oh my god, it's rancid. Are you going to replace your Mac with an HP? I am opening up the hummus right now to prove to you all that I bought this only to support Israel, and I do not like hummus. And now I will sully it. Just with, don't do with that! So, with, with harsh, caustic chemicals. So Tristan has opened both containers of hummus. <laughs> uh, he's placed them on the table, and he now has uh, Cascade. Uh, it's a very caustic cleaner. Yeah, it appears to be two times strength as per the labeling. <laughs> You're so so I, will, I, I will now poison these containers of Sabra hummus to show support for Israel. I just directly gave them money, um, and I didn't ask for anything in return, not even sustenance from foodstuffs, because I'm going to be destroying it right now. Tristan is pouring the soap atop the hummus. It doesn't even appear to be soap. It looks like a very thick toothpaste. <laughs> the hummus is now poisonous and cannot be consumed by human beings or dogs. <laughs> but hopefully for many Palestinians. <laughs> so, Stephen, here is this t- 
painted hummus, my testament to my loyalty to Israel. It smells a lot better. Giving them money and asking for nothing in return. May God bless the people of Israel and may he open the Palestinians' eyes to peace. I was talking to a friend of mine recently about Willy Wonka 1971. Mm-hmm. Veruca Salt, mm-hmm. Mike TV, Agu- Augustus Gloop. Mm-hmm. Who? What's the rich girl's name? Is that not Veruca that's, Salt? That's Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. What's We're the What's of, the blueberry um, girl? Violet. Violet, Violet Beauregard. Beauregard. Yeah. yeah. Violet, you're turning Violet. Okay. And then Charlie Bucket. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> so we have Charlie Bucket. We have Veruca Salt. We have Violet Beauregard. We have Mike TV and Augustus Gloop. Are we tagging ourselves? No, those are the five kids, right? I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Now. We're all made to not like those people, and so their deaths, because they all die. They have to die, mm-hmm. um, so their deaths are justified. I feel like at the end of the book, you see like a deflated Violet. And like, yeah. and that was in the Tim Burton, um, Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory. Which, which was not as good. Yes, no. Um, but in my world, the world of the only Willy Wonka movie ever made, 1971, starring Everyone Gene Wilder. Everyone is dead. They presume that they are dead. Um Augustus Gloop suffocates a death in a tomb. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but I wanted to talk about Augustus Gloop. He wasn't a bad kid. His yeah. his his sin was being a fat ass. Well, so I'm sorry. That's why we don't like him because he's a fat ass. What was what year did the movie come out? Seventy one. So I mean, it was not entirely out of vogue Dude, to just be you are fat. You if are you bad. picked him up and put him in 2021, he'd be anorexic. But uh, no, that's a funny thing. Fat people in old movies, it's like, oh wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wait a minute. Maybe like I think I think it's meant to play on like the problem. The problem. Well, his is, sin was gluttony. Yeah. Well, that, but also like it's a it's a very like I don't know if Drew still has the same European, but uh like the like they're all greedy. All the kids are greedy. He's greedy I, over food. Mike I guess TV, they are greedy. Mike TV is greedy over like his. I guess his autonomy. Yeah. But, I guess but also you're right. like. But also like. Uh, but they were actively bad kids. They were rude to yeah. their parents. They were mean to Willy Wonka. Uh, Augustus Gloop just liked to eat. Is I mean, he Charlie not, is wasn't he not great a little either. rude to his parents? No, he, he, the actor didn't even speak English. He has like two lines, I think. The rest is just him moaning while he eats. Because <laughs> one of the best things in, in movie history is when they they ask uh, Augustus' dad a question and they put the microphone in his face and Augustus' dad, without, without missing a beat, just eats the microphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking classic. Yeah, here's your uh, here's your black pill on uh, obesity rates over the years. A picture of the two Augustus Gloops. Yeah, side look by at side. Augustus Gloop. Oh my, he's <laughs> fucking. He's a normal kid. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, okay. Rudy, can you okay. text that to me so I can put it on the he's, uh, Twitter? He's not a. He's he's a he's a fucking German unit. Uh, but he's Augustus Gloop. He's, he's husky. He's a husky. And, he's husky. He's, and you have to remember, 2005 one is just like Tim Burton style fat. It's like German. So he has to be like very yeah. curvaceous. Okay, I don't like I mean, that. He has no. to be very fuckable. It's too <laughs> no, that's really. not what I meant. Curvaceous can have more than one meaning. Can it? But so Augustus Gloop, and people will say, well, he started drinking Augustus from Gloop the chocolate fountain. Augustus has birthing fountain. hips like me. He, he started drinking from the chocolate fountain. And that's what everyone says his crime was. But do you remember when Willy Wonka opens those doors to the kids? He says, you can eat anything in here. Yeah. I give you full reign. Well, I mean, that's the other part. Is that There's Willy a Wonka's chocolate a- fucking river. Yeah. But he goes you, too far. Maybe, He's, maybe, hey, Willy, maybe you should have mentioned that. Everything here is fair game. Except for the elephant graveyard. They don't touch the coolest thing here. 
Uh, don't but, touch the coolest uh, thing Augustus here. Augustus is is a modern parallel to the story of Icarus and Daedalus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> but but like but like no, that's not it, the first. It's thing not he that eats. he overdid it though. That's not it's, the first no, thing. He Willy eats. Willy Wonka, Mr. Wonka, starts bitching about how how he's going to taint the river. If it was such, if tainting the river is such a big deal, and it's such a hassle for Willy Wonka. He should have made note of that. All right, I'm gonna do Willy Wonka uh, defense cope. Pure imagination, not not really. What if I imagine a chocolate river that I could drink he freely said, from? Hit <laughs> the, the button. He said, ha- "Eat whatever you want." Right? Yeah. So, by your logic, if it's okay that Augustus is like fucking just pawing chocolate into his mouth, it would it's be a candy. Room. It would be the same thing as if all the other kids just licked their palms and started rubbing everything. You can mm. eat it, because then it's not still there to be, like, a, a tainted product. Okay, but you drinking. But you can't contaminate it. That's good, and, and but my initial statement still applies, and it's still correct, 100%. He should have told them not to do it. Yeah, so, so he should have said, eat everything, drink nothing. Well, so... <laughs> well, uh, he drinks, because, because he drinks from a, um, an edible cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are two Oompa Loompas. One of them always tells the truth. One of them always lies. You want to hear a fun fact? Mm-hmm. They shot it in Germany. Mm-hmm. I love Willy Wonka, by the way. Mm-hmm. I lo- I never, I've never talked about that on the podcast. We've never talked about this I, off the podcast. I love... Oh, you guys didn't know that about me? No. Oh, 1971 is incredible. It's yeah, an incredible 19, movie. I grew up watching it. Had it on VHS growing up. Um, I have one. Plugged oh, in. Right. I think that might be mine. Yeah, and it's such, it. um, it's such a... It's such a like it's just a really beautiful movie. It's, it's a great movie. And it sucks that Roald Dahl really didn't like it. Yeah. Well, the problem is they told Roald Dahl um, write the screenplay, and he said okay. And that bitch took too long, so they they you know he's they too had busy writing like um, Matilda or some he's dumb too busy writing shit. The Winds of Winter, the big fucking giant <laughs> BFG. Yeah. <laughs> but but the 1971 Willy Wonka. It's one of my all time favorite movies. I lo- of course love Gene Wilder. And when I watched that as a kid, I thought he's that's the most handsome, cool looking guy yeah. in the world. I, I Willy Wonka, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. We both love Gene. Like we're that's not really a thing to bond on. We both love yeah. Gene Wilder. I grew up loving Gene Wilder. But, but same. Can we agree that he's just like a very classic example of like unconventionally attractive? Oh yeah, no, yeah. definitely, yeah, 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 without a doubt. Because I mean, it's not like he was a heartthrob at the time. No, no. Uh, Willy Wonka was a fucking psychopath, though. Oh, can, he was nuts. We can all agree. Yeah, right? yeah, no, definitely. Well, he felt no remorse. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines. Um, <laughs> I used to get so sad when Charlie loses. I no, fuck Charlie. We'll go. We'll go back to that. Um, this is a Willy Wonka podcast now. <laughs> So uh, one of the Willy Wonka is a fucking he didn't he didn't care at all about when any of those kids got gravely injured. Yeah, he when Augustus Gloop is drowning, literally drowning in the chocolate river, um, his mom goes do something, do something. He goes, looks around, he goes help. (laughs) <laughs> call the police help it's what the fuck this might be a hot take is as bad as the tim bird movie was in comparison johnny depp plays a really good psychopathic willy Wonka. he plays a good psycho be, like be, the detached like okay, you can yeah, tell he's, he's a psychopath both but with gene wilder it's masked mm-hmm. well with else. gene wilder it's more like it's it's kind of like disdain and fury well, with he, johnny depp it's a little bit more uh, you know okay so i'll okay, say yeah. i'll say this yeah uh if you're gonna make a movie about a book, um, stick to the book if you can, or add stuff from in universe. So like the Glass Elevator, I think that's in the book, but that's also Charlie and the Glass Elevator, the sequel. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a really good book. I, I read that when I was a kid. Never read Willy Wonka though. Um, but uh, but uh, the 
Tim Burton adding that shit about Christopher Lee being a dentist is it's fucking, so fucking it's weird. It's fucking unforgivable. Wait, I don't remember that. His dad's There's a, a whole subplot about why oh, is Willy yeah. Wonka that's the not way in Willy Wonka. Not at all. That's not Charlie kid. and the Chocolate Factory. Not that's at all. That's the correct term. Yeah. Not at all. Because the delineation is that 71 is Willy Wonka. Yeah. The other one is Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Yeah. yeah. Unforgivable. Yeah. Um, I uh, was going to say something. Oh, yeah. Initially, what I was going to say about Willy I, I got swept away by Willy Wonka. <laughs> Um, originally I was going to say that all those Oompa Loompas they filmed it in Germany mm-hmm. that's why and that's why a lot of the actors are British yeah just proximity um, probably cheaper too and uh, then to fly everyone out because it was it was and Roald Dahl's British it, it was sponsored by General Mills Is sorry it, it was produced by General Mills really hmm. yeah General Mills cereal and they were given like like a 1.5 million budget or something like that who was I'm sorry continue Anyways, they had. I'd like to hear what you have to say afterwards. Sixty-two, um, the famous number associated with Charlie Chocolate and Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> with Charlie Chocolate. <laughs> with Charlie Chocolate. Uh, but um, <laughs> they couldn't find any midgets in Germany, uh-huh. and so all of like ninety percent of the Oompa are Turkish. Oh, is that true? Yeah, that's why. Is that why the, they give the job to Deep Roy? The, the, <laughs> the only ones that you see. Um, really lip syncing to the yeah. track are the ones they like found in Germany or flew in from England because they understood English. Bizarre. That's weird. Yeah. Why weren't there any little people in well, Germany in the 1970s? <laughs> 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 it's a it's a serious question. That's yeah. Ask a certain doctor. When that reminds me of Doctor Fauci, Doctor Lipschitz from yeah. Rugrats. <laughs> Doctor Lipschitz, but uh. Yes, yeah, even you have a good point. But uh, if, if if you ever look at the other Oompa Loompas, because you usually just look at the first three that are you know closest to the camera. Yeah, there's some weird looking looking Oompa oh, yeah. Loompas. I, like old fat men and like. I don't want to take us down another rabbit hole, but I thought it was really fucked up in the uh, Tim Burton version that it's just yes, these were an indigenous people that I drug back to my factory. No, he kidnapped these <laughs> yeah. people. It, Holy he, shit! He did well, like no, they were being they were being. I, I think that it, they were getting eaten by like the, in the book. They're being ethically cleansed yeah. by a tiger. Well, or except, something. except in the in the Tim Burton version, he's just doing like colonizer rhetoric. Yeah, no, he's yeah. like, well, they were they were living a poor life, and I brought them back here, and, he's and they like a love safari, it. Uh, yeah. Alpha, the uh, <laughs> flashback. I thought this was written by Roald Dahl, but it turns out it was Rudyard Kipling. Kipling. <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to. Can, speak. I, can I take another take at that? Yeah, I'll totally edit it. You won't. Uh, Rudyard Kipling's The Wonka Man's Burden. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Your, your inability to just say it's funnier than the actual All joke. that effort for that joke. <laughs> I gotta, I'm gonna go piss and see if I can talk when I yeah. come back. That, that was one of the cool things, though, about the Oompa Loompas in 71 is there was a mystery. Like, okay, yeah. everyone's kind of acting nonchalant about seeing these weird orange men. As a kid, whenever I watched the Willy Wonka movie, the original, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was like, oh, these are, um, these are like caretakers that he's like bred or something. I assumed it was like really? a genetic. Okay. Like he was doing experiments or something. Yeah. I think you really might... are a smart person. No, I think about it... when you're a kid. I think it might have been because I had watched Spy Kids shortly before. <laughs> And I was like, oh, all the Oompa Loompas are going to break into song and go, Floop is a bad man, help us, save us. That first Spy Kids movie is a good movie. I think... It might not hold up, I haven't seen it probably in almost 20 years, but... Going solely off of memory, Spy Kids 1 and 2 were solid. Pretty good movies. Spy Kids in 3D, uh, which I had as a child with yeah. the 3D glasses. Hell yeah, I saw in theaters. Yeah, uh, it was kind of rough. The coolest thing in the world, though, in the early 2000s when that movie came out, Spy Kids 3D, is when this 
special man they've been looking for walks out and it's fucking Elijah fucking yeah. Frodo yeah when you're a kid seeing that you're like holy and fucking he's got Frodo. like the cool fucking silver suit yeah. and then he like dies instantly well yeah because he's got because their health is on their chest right yes. and Junie and the girl's name Junie and it's something in very like, is it Spanish Alexa? no it's something Carmen Carmen yeah. yeah Junie and Carmen like they both get up to like 13 health or whatever right and they're like oh we're slamming Elijah yeah. Wood comes out and he's at 99 he gets fucking tapped by something mm-hmm. and he's just I'm dead he's dead it, it was a great uh, they subverted our expectations true just like uh, David Benioff and D.B. Vice what are, what are yeah, we talking let's about hear right it now? for that. Uh, Spike Kids three. Uh, yeah. uh, the thing I was going to ask about Willy Wonka. What was the what was the bad man's name? Slurp McGurp or whatever. S- Slugworth. Slugworth. Oh yeah, he couldn't speak any what English. What was his first name? His I I, I just have a full name. I think it was Horace. I remember thinking that guy was <laughs> what? It might have been Horace. Slugworth. No, that sounds kind of right. Or maybe it was Horace Slughorn. How did they ever Potter. say his name? Horatio Slugworth. Arthur Slugworth. Hey, guys, do you want to hear... This is my closing benediction on Willy Wonka. Uh, Real quick, I thought that that, uh, Arthur Slugman or whatever, I thought he was cool as shit as a kid. Oh, yeah, he had that scar on his face. He was seen like... a fucking creep. Yeah, I know they were trying to make him seem gross, but I was... I was like, that dude's edgy. Well, remember in Spy Kids when they put the, the the hockey puck in the microwave and it makes a Big Mac? Every kid saw that and said, "I wish I had that." I wish I had the watch. I yeah, said, yeah, fuck, yeah, I yeah. wish that were it. Me. Does everything, but tell time. time. Uh, I think that's the second time we talk about that on the podcast. Can we talk about Machete next? <laughs> okay, yeah, but close my addiction <laughs> on on Willy Wonka. Um, fun fact: in the movie, there is a hoax that the fifth ticket's been found. Yeah. And it's someone from Argentina. And the picture that you see on the news of the person who did the hoax and in the newspapers and the magazines and the movie. Jeffrey Epstein. No, it's a famous Nazi who escaped Argentina. <laughs> Is that true? Is it Adolf Eichmann? It's not Adolf Eichmann. But they, they used a famous um, Nazi who actually escaped Argentina. They used his picture for the... Uh, mystery man who won in Argentina. So is that really funny to people in 1971? I or? don't. I feel like even people in 71 maybe wouldn't even know. The what was first going result: on. Uh, a blog post from some random dude that just says Willy Wonka's hidden Nazi joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really fun fact for all you Wonka heads and you Nazi heads out there, all you white supremacists who love Willy Wonka. So that and Argentinians, Martin. So, so 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 Wonka heads, Nazi heads, and Argentinians, aka uh, that covers 100 percent of our listener base. <laughs> Apparently they they just took his portrait and just photoshopped out the the Reichs Reichsleiter uh, oh, yeah. insignia. They were like, "Yeah, we'll send it for non Nazi heads." That that's was the, the eagle with the, the eagle. swastika. Yeah, yeah, eagle with swastika. Have you ever seen that Burger King in Germany? No. Yeah, what? it was. It used to be like a headquarters for the Nazis. Go it's on. a Burger King now, and, and and you can see the the Reichsadler. Uh, uh, imprint really still in the building is he just holding a whopper i can't believe that they that look they, it up i can't it, believe they reconstructed the beer hall as a chili's <laughs> they keep they keep the swastika outback steakhouse they keep the swastika but they uh made the eagles face the king <laughs> my mom hates the king did have you can you get your mother to try and play uh sneak king the very popular xbox 360 <laughs> my cousin game? had that when i was a kid i was so or jealous about the one where they race mini bikes yeah, yeah. those were all do you find the german games. burger king i'm, I'm working on it how long did it take you to was it, oh that's it huh? what, what is that a rotary oh. cell phone oh no it's right there it's Heart right there i'm surprised the why, used us. why don't they paint over it or something like you know Glory. germans all right 
Nazi Burger King. Okay, uh, you saved it. You saved it. You bit. saved it. Thank you. Thank you for that. He kept it afloat. But because uh, they're wild. trying to pay respect to their ancestors. But like Germans won't even wave the German flag. Yeah. Uh, why? Why are they keeping the 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 obvious? Markings of a I mean the things Nazi that, symbol the on things, the side of the bird the things king. that exist the same like ridge of my brain together are definitely brutalist architecture at Burger King base so, Burger King so from a, base Burger King base Burger King from a from a random Reddit comment so take it with a grain of salt yeah originally when they removed Nazi emblems they just removed the swastikas from the buildings as the German eagle was just an older symbol of the German state that doesn't fly anymore so most versions uh, they just chiseled it off uh, chiseled it off or ground the circle out in some form yeah nowadays I'm sure they don't have eagles around Germany how sick would it that's, be if they did? <laughs> because it's super close yeah. I, I think just having like the eagle minus the Swazi, it's kind of a cool look. We'll just have like very a big like, angular yeah, eagle. That yeah. shit's cool. Well, America has that too a lot. No one ever talks about that. What? A lot of like American symbols has have basically a Nazi eagle on it. Mm. Yeah. Sure. The flag, Tristan. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> so yeah, Jeopardy right now. Um, is being hosted by Buzzy Cohen, which is like a ragtime singer, is that right? True? No, no, that just that name is. Oh like yeah, no, one hundred Buzzy Cohen and uh, uh, what's po- his name? Uh, um, Pokey Lafarge. Pokey Lafarge. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's true. But Buzzy Cohen, that's a fucking ragtime singer. That's a or, vaudeville or a member name. of the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> yes, Buzzy Cohen true. and Metalark Webbage. True. Uh, but yeah, so he's on it right now, and then the next one's Blossom. The girl from Big Bang Theory, the neuroscientist oh, in right. real life. What's yeah. her? She has a weird name. Like her name's like she's Sri like, Lanka. She's or like something. Armenian or she's something. She's Sheldor's girlfriend, right? Yes, <laughs> she's the bronchitis man girlfriend. So my top, my top three so far have definitely been Ken, Aaron Rodgers, and and uh, Bill, Bill, um, Bill Whitaker, Bill Whitaker, Ken Jennings yeah. for people. Um, well, well, we. We never went through fully who was who's done it. Well, well, just so we're clear, so we're clear. If you haven't heard the news, um, Alex Trebek has passed away. Yeah, unfortunately, after his long battle with terminal cancer, and they have a tribunal now of a console, a console. They have a cabal now of rotating guests, an oligarchical structure. Doctor Oz, who was Katie fucking Kirk, dog shit. Yeah, Anderson Cooper. Richard Karn, or as I call him, the gay Richard Vanderbilt. Karn. Ken Jennings, Mike Richards, the executive producer, not yeah. to be confused with Michael Richards. He did an okay which job. Which would be a more fun host. Mike Richards did all right. Um, he did fine. Katie Couric. Uh, Wasn't her best. Dr. Mehmet Oz. Shitbird. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Really uh, good. Really good. He did a good job. Known baseball star. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was baseball, too, Rudy. It's okay. I, we were, uh, little, I don't know sports. Yeah, a little peek behind the curtain, folks. We talked about this briefly. Uh, I thought that he was a baseball man. Tristan agreed with me, and then Steven yelled at only me. <laughs> Based. Uh, Anderson Cooper. I know where my brand's He was okay. Uh, Bill Whitaker, fun man. Awesome. Bill Whitaker did a... Like, like I, Just I was Tristan, so calming. Tristan and I talked about it, and I said if Jeopardy was a radio program, yeah, I would pick Bill Whitaker. Bill Whitaker, I like the way he looks. Yeah, because well, he he looks like on that Jeopardy stage, he looks like an old version, old black man version of 1980s Alex Trebek. Yeah, 100%. big mustache, hair, 
But he does. He has 1930s black eye hair. He straightens it and he combs it back. He looks yeah. like it's a how, cool look. It is. He looks like how when I was a kid and watching Star Wars, he looks how I imagined Billy D. Williams would age. Yeah, good, good. That's good. Yes, if that makes any yeah. sense. Who is this? Bubsy Cohen. Bubsy Cohen. He won like 14 games. He's like right next to Ken Jennings. Okay, he was a previous Who else do they have? Uh, Mayim Bialik, the neuroscientist. Yeah. Um, I was pretty close when I said Sri Lanka. (laughs) Savannah Savannah Guthrie. Don't uh, know her. Woody Guthrie's daughter. Today Show co-anchor. Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Okay, yeah. Uh, Um, I mean, he'll do a better job than the other doctor that's done it. George... Uh, Stefan Strombopoulos. Fuck him. Always have a hard time with his name. Uh, Robin Roberts of also Good Morning America. Robin Robin Roberts will do a good job. (gasps) Do you know what Robin... Yeah, he's coming up. Did you know? Did you know what Robin Roberts did before Good Morning America? What Sports Center? Oh, really? Yeah, she's she's good. She'll do a good job. Has she ever interacted with Aaron Rodgers before? Out on the diamond, Levar Burton. He's, yeah, he's the one everyone's waiting for. Yeah, because yeah, they he's probably going to do fantastic. Yeah, I think I think ultimately if they don't go with Ken, they'll go with Levar. I, I was going to say, do you think this is just like a scouting? Well, thing? I heard. Yes, someone told me that no one who has guest hosted will be chosen. Oh, really? That's what I heard. Is that directly from someone, or is that just is that the rumor? They released <laughs> the names of who's going to guest Val. host in like four blog. Because isn't Joe Buck? Did Joe Buck already do it, or is he coming on? Joe Ed Buck. He's the guy who would kill he, black eyes. No, he's actually a he's a baseball broadcaster. Um, David Faber, uh, he, the co-host of Squawk on the Street, and then Joe Buck is after him. I heard Triumph the the insult. dog, <laughs> the insult comic dog is. You know, if so I heard he's, Craig Ferguson, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Well, I'm, let me say this first. Do we want to do a Mount Rushmore draft of because they come out they they release the names in like four blocks? I'm not like, going to do a Mount Rushmore favorite celeb, uh, Jeopardy guest. Well, no, host. no, I'm saying like he's, who would you pick? He's framing like, it as Mount Rushmore. Just oh. pick some fun hosts. Oh, oh. Do we want to go around? I, I was just trying to come up with that idea. I was just trying to say let's let's name some. Yeah, I've been meaning to do this for a couple weeks now on the podcast. Thank you, Werner Herzog. <laughs> Okay, that's your first pick. Yeah. Okay, Rudy. Uh, I said it as a joke before, but I think Michael Richards would be very fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, you saying Triumph made me think of it. He's ending his show. Conan would do great on oh, Jeopardy. Oh, they should have Conan host Jeopardy. Oh, Conan show is ending. Yeah. yeah. That's what, Conan. Conan would be a fun Jeopardy host. Conan would I think be a fun la- Jeopardy host. The last host. time we talked about. Well, I'll just I'll save the name. Go. No, go. I think it's. Oh, was, we're doing Serpentine. Oh, well, no, wait, no. We went Tristan. Who picked someone? I picked. He Michael said Werner Richards. Herzog, which was funny, yeah. and he would do a good job. And then now it's you. Yeah. No, well, I, I picked already Conan. Said his. Oh, you did. Are you Sorry. all right? I, I got. I'm. I'm getting contact no, high Rudy, from the TCA. No, no, I got worried because you said something else, and you didn't realize what you had said. What? The yeah. N word. Who are you? The. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Stephen said Conan would be great. His show's ending. Oh, I didn't it, hear that. And then you said, "Yeah, his show's ending." Oh, and well, then you also just. I'm having a stroke. Rudy, are you okay? <laughs> Cut this. Right. Those, those burgers we ate last week are going to your head. True. <laughs> the fucking the the odor, uh, the fumes from the from the soap decomposing from, the hummus from are from getting a in my brain. Pine nut and supremely yeah, spicy. Yeah, turns out if you mix pine nut and uh, cascade or whatever the fuck, it's like mixing ammonia and bleach. <laughs> Hunter Biden. <laughs> that would be sick. I like Hunter Biden. No, right, what's your second pick? No, but honestly, I I would like for them to have um, Donald J. Trump host Jeopardy for two weeks. Yeah, the world's smartest man. Yeah. Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> Come on. Condoleezza Rice sounds like a Mexican bit. That's racist. Yeah. That's Valerie a show bit. Uh, so you did black voice instead of racist thing. No, it. that's Got Clayton okay. Bigsby's voice, uh, you right. fucking mom. Right. Who's still a black man. All right. I, I, I your real one. That's, really why, that's my real one. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I think John Stewart would do a good job. Yeah, he reeks of cigarettes. Did you know that? Everyone that says that he's rude and he reeks of cigarettes. That's cool. And he's always disheveled. So that's he's a, a New cool, Yorker. That's a he's cool a New York Jew. It's badass. Yeah. Like a, like a smart-ass New York Jew, I guess you could say. Less dramatic comedy. I was actually, this is for all the Randy Newman Rednecks fans out there. I was actually watching that interview last night on YouTube when Lester Maddox was on uh, Dick Havitt. Yeah. Yeah. Could you, uh, could you feel the inspiration? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I, I wrote four songs with the N-word in it after watching it. <laughs> uh, but it's all in good taste and they're social, uh, yeah. socially conscious. Yeah, well, you say it as racist people. Exactly. So, so you're allowed to say whatever you want yeah. if you're playing a character <laughs> just in your like, song. Just like if you're doing like an impression of like Clayton Bigsby. Yeah. Or, or if like, you know, Tristan Horse, that's not really my real name. I mean, I just say it right now if I wanted to, right? Uh, but. Uh, I like that it took you 60 episodes to get to the Alex Jones defense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's all performance art. Uh, but well, people automatically assume that and they're wrong. Uh, but uh, what was I saying? Who's your next pick for Jeopardy? <laughs> oh, is it already at me? Yeah, because I said John Stewart. I had one in my head. I was. I was do you, a funny like, do you guys know thing. the Conan show is ending? <laughs> <laughs> you should go play baseball with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> You fucking idiot. Oh, sorry, I don't fucking play sports ball, yes, Steve. Oh, I'm sorry that you don't gay. know common knowledge things about, like, That's current events. Knowledge. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is hosting a show. He's an athlete. I wonder what sport he plays. You Google everything, Rudy. Rudy, I Google don't... movie clips. R- Rudy, you might think this is a stupid answer, but I, I'm going to put personal differences aside for this one. Qualms, you know, and this and that. I think... There are two people who should host Jeopardy, and it's Tim and Eric. I really thought you were going to say Diamond saying, and Silk. No, I thought, you were gonna, <laughs> I thought Penn and Teller was coming out of your thought, No, or I think that it would be funny if Tim and Eric both host Jeopardy. Yeah, together. Like like uh, they they do all the video cue- clues, and instead of the clue team, it's yeah, them again. It's, yeah, yes, it's yes, a Cinco yes. sponsor Jeopardy yeah, event. It's a Cinco. <laughs> there's a whole Cinco category. God, yeah. if I had all the money in the world, all the money in the world, yeah, it'd be like 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 if they had like 2010, Tim and Eric host Jeopardy, would be hilarious. Mine, it, it's a little soy, and uh, even if they were playing it straight the entire time, it's even funnier. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little soy, but I think he's a funny dude, and I think he has good like stage presence. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I think he'd be yeah. a really good host. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. could definitely. He's got yeah. like that sort of like uh, acerbic wit mm-hmm. that Trebek has, but he's yeah. also a bit bit of a nut. Yeah, I like that a lot actually. Yeah, I think that'd be good. It'd be interesting. Um, I don't know if he'd do a good job, but I'm surprised he hasn't been tagged for it, especially because he has a he has like a I think he has a contract relationship with, um. The broadcast company, Bill Nye. I would hate that. Yeah, I would I don't kill know myself. He, I don't know if he'd do a good job, but I'm surprised he hasn't. Like, listen, even more than that, I'm surprised they haven't tapped Neil deGrasse Tyson for two yeah. weeks. That's yeah. fucking weird. I don't. I, Levar Burton is like He's the, too busy trying to, you know. Levar rape. Burton. Is, <laughs> <laughs> Levar Burton's the closest that I would want any of like the uh, the like soy uh, Reddit atheist yeah. crowd picks to go. Yeah. Like, because he's still like a good funny man. Uh, I want Peter him. Hitchens to I, host. I want Bill Hicks, <laughs> but uh, Bill and I, I would make it a make it make note of not watching it. I would shoot myself in the head. Yeah, I don't. I would. Bill and I is so cringe. Hit, now, nineteen nineties. Yeah, Bill and I, the science guy. That's some great shit. Bill Maher should host <laughs> Jeopardy. Dude, he'd be. He'd say uh, one in in one category would be called um, new 
new word, new what's that segment he does every week? Oh yeah, new rules. Yeah, new rules by featuring Dua Lipa <laughs> <laughs> on the Clue Team Six. He would have another category that just says, uh, "If you watch things online, you're wasting your time and you're retarded." This might be one of the longest podcasts we've had. We haven't even gone to Viral Club of the Week or voicemail. Yeah, this is called Substance Tristan. Hell yeah! All right, Rudy, say your your last one because I've won. Um. I pass for now. Let me think. I'm putting out quality picks, Steven. You've got one coming. The winner is Norm MacDonald. <laughs> oh, yeah. Norm MacDonald would be great. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Okay, I Neil have... Hamburger? I have mine just because you made me think He's of... holding a... four martinis <laughs> while he was Jeopardy. One of, one of the categories... He's just is... talking about, like... <laughs> one of the categories Wait. is Margaret Thatcher-themed. They kind of slighted Margaret Thatcher's memory on Jeopardy. Oh, I was going to say on the Norm MacDonald One of the categories show. was Ding Dong. Mm-hmm. And it said, when this British politician died, many saying ding, uh, <laughs> many like posted Ding Dong, the witch is dead. And the answer was Margaret Thatcher. Uh, I said, what the fuck? Real quick, my last People pick. People hate that. Yeah, no, yeah. Gamer. My, my last pick is uh, Michael Sarah. <laughs> were you, you going to call her the N-word? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, as he was in Twin Peaks, The Return. I still haven't watched it. Uh, I haven't watched it. Don't without, talk about it. Uh, full Leathers. Oh, talking, talking. Oh, yeah. He's the son of um, police receptionist yeah, no, and retarded cop. Yeah. That's okay. It's it, it's not. It, oh, is that a secret in the show? I mean, uh, no. Okay. But Steven hasn't seen it. I'm trying to respect him. I haven't seen it either. Uh, uh, yeah. I haven't seen it either. He's very fun. Uh, what were we talking about immediately before that? Do you know Conan's show is ending? Stop. <laughs> we yeah. actually talked about that on the last podcast, too. My final... Um, Jeopardy host, I'd say, uh, in a perfect world with no crime or death, I think that um, Mr. George Floyd <laughs> would have loved to have hosted Jeopardy. Next segment. I refuse to participate in this bit anymore. I'm gonna go ahead and say it right here. This yeah. this might be this might be controversial or perhaps painting with too broad a brush anyone that used to smoke crack is cool no it's true though <laughs> crack is cool mike lindell hunter biden uh richard pryor anyone that has ever smoked crack was mike cool. lindell Andrew the... gillum yeah, <laughs> yeah that's meth mike mike was, was it i not think a, it was meth. was it not alleged that there was also crack it was i think it was bisexual meth true yes sir uh mike lindell though he was really he was the guy whose face you saw at walmart every time you went there yeah he was always on those pillows just snuggling those motherfuckers which, those yeah. mfers which really contributes to the people whose brand he's trying to run right now. <laughs> yeah everyone that's going to a walmart that was like a trump supporter it's like yeah mike lindell's really making a name for himself mm-hmm. i'm proud of him is that a is that your, your parents buy a my pillow and not no, like it that's a mango mungo is that like one of the single use? Like, yeah. Pu- okay. I was I just see. trying to. I thought you got a skin for your teeth. No, no, no. I'm making some of that sweet stuff. I saw pink lemonade. I said I kind of, kind of try that. Yeah. I love pink lemonade. Oh, I meant to ask you, what flavor do you get for your THC eight pen? Guava? No, go. Uh, something G. Go gelato. What is it? Gelato. Gelato. Uh, yeah. Um, this oh, one is Runtz. I just decided to try it. Runtz seemed too much for me. I always go gelato. I can't really tell the difference. Yeah, it's it all tastes like weed to me. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> M- Mike Lindell, God bless him. He's he just. I'm. I've always been a huge believer in doubling down, and Mike Lindell has doubled down like the definition of doubling down. He's doing the Tristan Horse brand of disavowing, doubling down, and being uh, a contrarian all of that david hogg made his own pillow remember that was, i think we talked about this on the show too we never did we, we never didn't did. i've always wanted to we never did it's the bad kind, the kind pillow or yeah, something 
And then he doesn't sell them anymore, though. They, he stopped doing it. Probably is, no the, one was buying and them. And folks, the pillows are bad. The, the uh, uh, didn't your parents try on my pillow and they didn't like it? I got it for my dad for like Father's Day or his birthday one time. They're expensive. It was like sixty, seventy dollars for mm-hmm. my pillow. Good pillow. Was the, the good com- pillow. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they make them anymore, right? Uh, he stepped down from the from his yeah, pillow. Yeah, David Hogg did. Yeah, he resigned. Uh, so my pillow, when you buy it, you have to put in your weight. There's different categories of pillows depending on how much you weigh. Why? I don't know. What, um, how would that influence your head? Weight? Like how no how idea. much your head weighs or your weight? Is it like you know? Because when I raced Supercross, I had to wear a triple XL helmet because I got a big old head. Did you, you? You'd be surprised how much fat is on your head. True. Because you your face. Because your face no, shape does change. No, I'm just saying. No, no, because I was watching a video of this guy, and it was how to make cowboy hats smaller yeah he was yeah i lost a lot of weight and now none of my hats fit me i was like what the fuck yeah and my dad told me one time he was really hung over and he was taking a nap in the back and he rested his head on the car seat a sharp like the the edge of the car seat the whole time and slept when he woke up he said he had a half inch deep dent in his head fuck he's there's more meat on your head fat on your head than you know yeah you know the other thing too there's so much blood on your fucking head did you know that is are there a lot of veins in your head or something? Like if you More if you usual? get a head cut, you, it's true you bleed. Yeah, you bleed. Forever. Yeah, you're right. You bleed. You guys remember the the WWE trick? If you uh like for the show like to get blood whenever you get a hit, you would guys would like take a razor blade and just finally yeah, they do that in Rocky for the swelling. Is that true? Yeah, people cut their heads to get make swelling go down. You also get big T bone steak or bag of pee and put on. Uh, but the. The the interest the interesting thing uh, uh, a friend of the show yeah. we were watching a, a soccer match and there was a collision of the heads and it looked like a fucking like, oh yeah like WWE top yeah. rope MMA shit like like he was guzzling just from a little bit of contact like just gorging out. All right, now it's time for the Horsehouse voicemails. You can reach us at 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. Florida. What's that on what's happening? What black lady in the 70s had her, her, her name was Florida? No fucking clue. Huh. All right. 321-323-9521. Zora Neale Hurston. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. 321-323-9521. Diana Ross. Here? Simon and Dilk. Is this the transcript? The tra- that's very good, Rudy. The transcription says that this is from Johnny, and I don't know if that's a miss. If that's a mess up on the Johnny's never called in. Uh, me, a small boy wearing the sorting hat, not Joey, not Joey, not Joey. <laughs> don't worry, Joey's in this. Fuck. Here's Johnny. Maybe. Hey boys, it's Johnny. It's Johnny. Hi Johnny. Long time listener. Yes. Part time guest. First time voicemail lever. Yes, sir. Hi, Johnny. It's been over 12 years of Horse House episodes, and this is Control. the first voicemail 60 episodes. I've ever left. I feel bad about it. It's okay. But I feel like. It, I feel. I feel What's I going on? Practice. Hey, it's uh, all right, big guy. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Okay. Uh, sounds like a Chris voicemail. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Whoa! I just... Uh, but I, uh, uh, oh, Barking uh, dog. Uh, but I just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but you guys are so mean, dude. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> Chris, I think this is ter- Chris, I think this is very rude. Johnny, you were a brave soldier in the face of Chris. <laughs> Damn, he's dragging Chris's hell. Chris's Johnny's just got back. snot coming out of his. Love you, Johnny. Thank you so much for that. That was quite. Those very mean spirited. Brave enough to say what we were all thinking. <laughs> I love Chris. I'm infatuated with Chris. I had a dream about Chris. Can you talk about the Chris dream, please? I I had a dream that Chris came to visit, and he was like triple cheeked up. He had like a (laughs) like like Chris. If you're listening to this, you were wearing like a thong when you met us, and you had like an Alexis Texas ass. It was the weirdest fucking thing in the world. And I woke up so horny and so gay. Was this a was this a lucid dream? Were you acting as yourself in the dream? I think you asked for the corner of my room. Apartment. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Chris, what's going on with that? Because I'm pretty sure you're just a straight up twink. Who knows? Uh, I think he's a dog right now. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, dogs, uh, they're man's best friend. What can I say? <laughs> No, there's a Joe Rogan bit I was trying to think of about dogs assholes, Uh but it's cat. I hate Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's not very funny. Uh, All right, here is Joey. Chris, where's this is is the last voicemail in the segment. Where are you, Chris? We love you. We miss you. I love you. Did you get sent to the pound? (laughs) You got euthanized. All right, here's Joey. Finally did his job. (laughs) Hello, this is Agent Deep Pro with Team Bravo. We've been awaiting your package, but we realized you actually never sent it to make us look like a fool. And we will exact our revenge on you by asking you this one question. Go on. What was Jim Morrison's dad doing in the Vietnam War? (sighs) And what purpose did he have to play? And why was his son so prominent? And what role did he play? In that zeitgeist, this message will self-destruct in five. The new Metal Gear game sounds fucking sick. <laughs> was it Jim Morrison's dad? Wasn't he like CIA or something? Was he? Or he I'm was, looking it up. He was something during Vietnam, and it makes people think. Hmm. I thought, I thought he played Val Kilmer in that movie. Bro, seriously, thank you, Joey. <laughs> I, I, I've actually heard things. He was aboard the USS Liberty. Is that I true? I don't know what that means. No. Holy shit. I never knew this. What? George Stephen Morrison was a rear admiral of the United States Navy and commander of the U.S. Naval Forces in the Gulf of Tonkin. Wow. During oh, the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which for those of you that aren't Vietnam heads out there, <laughs> is the inciting incident of the uptick in American and soldiers. It was fake. Yeah, fake. Completely fake. Completely fake. And... Allegedly. Because because of um, a legislation passed after the Gulf of Tonkin incident, um, the the Tonkin resolution, basically Congress gave a blank check to the Johnson administration yeah. and George McNamara to do whatever they wanted and spend however much they wanted in Vietnam. And then in '67, we had the most troops we ever had in there. Yeah, he grew up in yeah. Leesburg. Yeah, yeah, he was born in Melbourne. Yeah, we know someone who claims to have babysat his their aunt babysat yeah. Jim Morrison. I didn't know that about George Morrison. Yeah, I didn't I, know that either. Wow, well, thank was, you, Joey, for leading us to that. He was born in Rome, Georgia, but then huh. moved down here. Because I've I've heard before that people have claimed that Morrison was a psyop, that Jim Morrison. Yeah, well, was a um, they say a lot of Laurel Canyon things. Yeah. Uh, they say Frank Zappa was blah blah. blah and I, and Frank I, Zappa I, wasn't, no, but. I don't, I mean, he could have been controlled opposition. I mean, but I, I, I highly doubt it. 
Uh, there's but, there's one guy that was a psyop and his name and he was unwilling and his name was Charlie. That's true. all I'm gonna say. That's all we're Reed gonna say. Chaos. The, hey, love him or hate him, you gotta admit he's God. The, <laughs> one of the best click hole bits oh, yeah. in a while. The day after uh, George Morrison gave the decommissioning speech, the keynote speech for the ship that he was on, yeah, uh, Jim died. Oh really? Yeah, oh, that's sad. Very next day. What do you think? Jim Morrison is a very popular musician in the '60s. What do you think he thought about? He was thinking in 66 when his dad was, uh, when he was, you know, making really popular music and, and having a really good time. Well, they did Die Estranged. Was, yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. I, I'd imagine so. They yeah. were estranged. Jim Morrison, born in <laughs> Melbourne, and um, very good. And uh, Graham Parsons, born in Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Although not a Florida resident, his, his mom, they briefly lived down here just to have him. Which is strange. Weird. They wanted yeah. to get that Florida citizenship. Exactly. Uh, no vaccine passports. Thank you very Anchor much. Baby for Florida. Three two three two one three two three. That's the three two one three two three nine five two one. That's a horse house voicemails. Uh, I sent um, I sent Joey that package, the poster that we all signed, and it mm-hmm. never got to him. The USPS is fucking up bad. Yeah. So they're trying to silence us. Yeah. So we will got something going with that. All right. Three two one three two three nine five two one. It's Cocoa Beach F L A. I'm kind of shook right now about that talk. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. crazy. I had no idea. Jeez. She. She. Next segment. Bye bye. It's been a really fucking tough week, man. It's been a long day without you, my friend. Then I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. So Bitcoin is uh, currently lower than it was in January of of this year. Uh, this was the big run up, and we're falling back down to the norm. It seems. Uh, also, I've, make us explode. I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. Uh, Bitcoin, uh, it, you know, if the stock market is seventy percent psychological and thirty percent like financial fundamentals, uh, crypto markets are one hundred percent psychological. So between like small things like Tesla saying that they would not accept Bitcoin for Teslas, at, right after to, they bought a billion Bitcoin, yeah, I mean, billion dollars in Bitcoin, it probably was something that Elon got like a big dick about and didn't pass through the shareholders yeah. or something. He's really just turning into a real. I, I mean, I always knew he was a shit. Did you get burned by Doge and now you're upset with him? No, I, I, I all the money I lose or make on Doge is money I didn't put in. So mm. I don't. I, I just watch it. Well, see didn't what he happens. make his fortune basically stealing from PayPal investors? No, he, no, he, he made his fortune because his parents owned uh, Rhodesia owned the rights to the movie Blood Diamond. Um, no, they were living it. What Rudy? I think it was actually emeralds, to be accurate. It, um, they were apartheid emeralds. Just yeah. talk about that movie, bud. Feel better. I, I don't like seeing you down about the crypto market. No, but people are saying that it's done. The uh, crypto's done. There's a chance it might... I don't know. Like, Bitcoin has persevered for long enough before... At the height of its popularity. Why Why would it go... Co- because it, because everyone's... Because it's a... Because why, why did the dot-com boom happen? Well, it's a bull market now. Well, so, like, people that are, like, day trading... It's a lot of things, Bear right? market now. <laughs> It would be bear. It's bear, yeah. Yeah, because 
down bearing down is how you remember it i mean bitcoin's um, probably the most lindy of all of them right so maybe it will make it true but... so i mean bitcoin survived for for years and years uh beforehand it'll survive for years and years after it's just what state it will be in yeah for people that bought in whenever it was at uh you know sixty thousand, probably not having the best mm-hmm. time right now but i mean it, it, it's a lot of factors right for everyone you know say it was at fifty thousand and it dropped to 45 yeah people want to sell so they can run the run the waves and and day trade it uh but then that compounds on other people because obviously people are selling off bitcoin share will drop etc cetera, etc cetera. because uh, there is a finite amount of bitcoin uh, it's just a lot of shit. I don't think it's like the end of crypto. Ethereum, I think, is rising well, right now. People are saying that Doge is done. I mean, Doge was like a meme thing, right? The, yeah, the but Doge still, is, Doge is in the same boat as GME and AMC, right? Like these are things that, like, have, yeah, these are on. things that like Wall Street bets and like certain online communities locked onto, and it's cool that they turned a profit while they could. Um, but the, you got to know when the when to get the fuck out. You're not yes, writing. So, yeah. You're not writing GameStop shares to ten thousand a share. <laughs> no, sorry, of that's not, not going to yeah. happen. You're not writing Doge to you know buy your Lambo. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. Uh, unless of course you were uh, like a hedge fund member that uh, put in a shit ton of capital, knew yeah. when the fuck to get out, and weren't some stooge that thought you were going to make all your money off of crypto and become independently wealthy. But Doge was the next. Like I bought Amazon in two thousand two. Yeah. Well, because and that's like another part of it, right? These are all like uh, disparate factors that contribute for either a big rise or a big fall because people went oh i'm i'm going through such fucking fomo right now uh doge is going through the roof and then you know and then it starts to fall in sunk cost fallacy yeah and and it's well i'm in here i might as well ride it uh shit meanwhile all of my my fucking finviz is all red right now oh god i have to get out blah 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 uh, I don't know. I think like uh, I think COVID is the worst thing that could have happened for uh, yeah. for crypto and stock markets, mm-hmm. uh, especially with like the advent of Robinhood. Um, I don't think that these are uh, inherently uh, like bad things. Uh, democratizing the stock market's kind of cool, but then you just have a bunch of retards, just like with anything else. I should have cashed out. I had two hundred fifty bucks from on Doge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like seventy five. I should have just cashed. What out. was your return? How much did you start with? Hundred. So I mean, like you made a hundred and fifty percent return at that point. Yeah. So I mean, two hundred fifty bucks I didn't have before. Yeah. I just don't. I, I still don't have. Like, Buys a lot I, of popsicle yeah. sticks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, I think Ethereum is rising while Bitcoin is falling right now. I haven't fact checked that. I should look at that. Um. But I how's think, Shiba doing? Yeah. How's Shiba doing? I do not know. That is not Shiba Swap. That is not a reputable currency that is tracked on Coinbase. Hey, you know, no one talk, ever talked about Elon Musk's opening monologue on SNL. Did anyone watch that? I think we did, didn't we? We talked about we, it. We, no, we watched Wario. No, I didn't even watch that monologue before we talked about it. I, I watched it recently. It's terrible. Conan's show is in. He's not funny. Okay. He's Steven, he's a very good man. He, he dude, he, dude, he's he's like a real life freaking Morty. That's what I like about him. Yeah, so he much. made he made Gamer Tunnel. He, he made, made the Gamer. Tunnel. He made RGB Corsair Tunnel. I yes. can't hate that man. Let's watch a little bit of the Elon Musk monologue. This is a long episode. Yeah, we owe it to the people. <laughs> Elon Musk. Anything more about crypto? Uh, Vice was a really good movie. Uh, American Hustle, I can take or leave it. Okay, yeah. Um, you wanted to have a movie corner, so yeah, speak your piece. Just because crypto shit. Uh, I finally started watching movies again instead of just Fandango movie you. clips. Um, mainly while I'm working because I can't dedicate attention to any one thing. Uh, but Vice is a fantastic movie. Christian Bale and Steve Carell uh, give fantastic performances. You're really bulked up in that. Uh 
Yeah, no, he totally did. Uh, he was I mean, badass. In the movie. I mean, it's like kind of a tired subject to talk about, but Christian Bale's body transformations <laughs> yeah. are fucking stunning. It's gonna cost him in the end. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. He's not a young dude. That can't be good in your arteries, though. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and he he will be the first one to tell you he doesn't do it responsibly. Um, there was an interview for Vice, I think, because apparently everyone just found out that Christian Bale's been in a lot of roles where he has different body types. No one was asking him these questions during like the machinist, the machinist into when he was Batman. like ninety eight pounds. Yeah, he went from he went from ninety eight pounds. I I think it was like ninety eight to one ten was like his yeah. max. Uh, Which and then he's he, probably like six two, isn't he? He shouldn't. He's, he's not sh- a small dude. Yeah. No. Uh, but then he went to 220 all muscle for Batman. Fucking crazy. Uh, and like in in Vice, he's like just a just a fat fuck. Yeah. Um, which it, you see him shirtless in it, don't you? Uh, you I think you see him shirtless as a young man. I don't think you oh. see him in American Hustle. You see him shirtless, and he also was a fat fuck in that. Hey, he is a fat fuck in American Hustle, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, he's a like he's a fat man with a comb over, which yeah. also uh, not a bad movie. Uh, but it's set in like seventies New Jersey, and it has like kind of like an Italian like mobish well, sort of aesthetic. That was released in that. What was what year was that? Like twenty fifteen. Uh, that fits your three year margin. It was twenty thirteen. It was twenty thirteen. Yeah. During that time, movies were really popular that took place in the seventies. Yeah, in also eighties, like Wolf of Wall Street, American Hustle, uh, the other guys starring yep. Russell Crowe. Very good, good movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Who was the, like the director? That is criminally underrated. I forget who it, I forget who it fucking was. I'm gonna kick myself. I think he did like a he, I think he did about like a Marvel. Before. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were very popular, like in that during that time for some reason. I think American Hustle was allegedly uh, like some of the shit was obviously embellished, but I think it was largely a true story. Yeah. Um, it, it was a it was an all right movie. Uh, between watching Vice and that movie, it was a happy accident. Amy Adams and Christian Bale play really well off of each I'm other. The biggest Amy Adams fan. She's. I have a new respect for her after watching those two movies. She's different looking, Pam. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, she was in her, which was she was also good in that. Anyways, uh, she's in the office, isn't she? I think she. Yeah, yeah. She she plays like a jewelry salesman who sets up shop in the office. Yeah, yeah. I just remember her as like a. She was like, pro- and Jime starts dating her. She was like yeah. prototype Nelly to me. It yeah, like yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Vice, American Hustle, and then I watched oh Boogie Nights, mm-hmm. which was Classic. also very good. Yeah. yeah, Boogie Nights is fun. You see Mark Wahlberg's uh, horse cock. Allegedly, it says it's a prosthetic. Who knows? You can tell it's fake. I'm Who a cock knows? expert. That's a fake cock. <laughs> uh, very good movies. Uh, Put on your letterbox. Watch more period Boogie pieces. Nights. All I don't cock, have a no Richard. No one wants to hear what I have to say about movies. They're just good. That's really rude to say about yourself. Especially because we're listening to you talk about movies and right I take now personal and no offense to it because i got to make it about myself somehow. Hmm. I should make a letterbox. I love that house band for S. Andel. They've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Questlove? Yeah. <laughs> Quest it's love, weird that they Keenan make Black Kel. Thought just stand there. I can't believe Michael, Michael McDonald is in it. to be hosting Saturday Night Live. I mean that. He's very autistic, and yes. he cannot read off a teleprompter well at all. Yeah. Sometimes after I say something... No comedic timing. Well, I mean, I he's not say... known to be a funny man. No. Unless I he's blitzed that. on the Joe Rogan show. So people really know that I mean it. That's because I don't always have a lot of intonational variation in how I speak. True. Yeah. Which I'm told makes for great comedy. See, he, he preempted I'm you. I'm history night as the first person... With Asperger's to host SNL. 
Dan Aykroyd has Asperger's. Dan Aykroyd has autism. And I hated that he said that. Is that that true? Yeah. Yeah. That explains Crystal Skull vodka. Yes. And at first I thought no one picked up on it, but then I Googled it and I guess it was a big thing. But yeah, yeah, no, it pissed me off when I saw this like Uh, last week. It's like when Sam Smith said he was the first openly gay man to win an Oscar. Did he say that? Yeah. What the fuck? What, Kevin Spacey was the other one? Who? The 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 dude that made the Little Mermaid that died of yeah. AIDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did Stephen Hillenburg. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. He did a Little Mermaid too. I'm pretty sure. I might be did wrong. Beauty and the Beast come out. Before? I'm not gonna bet five bucks I have no on fucking it. Idea. I'm Let's not, I not get Disney into kid. this. We, we got to keep pushing. Um, or it might have been the guy that wrote Part of Your World, which won okay. best song. Um, but uh, but yeah, Dan Aykroyd has autism, and that explains everything about him. Well, as a uh, he was almost raped by a male ghost. He was no. He was on Joe Rogan, and he told Joe about how he was almost raped yeah. by a male ghost in his bed. And I said, "You sir are fucking nuts," which is different from getting head from a sexy Anubian ghost. It's funny. He kind of like brought that on him. Like that's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. You know. Okay. Hey. Hey. You wanted it in the movie. It was obviously a little bit of a fantasy of yours. Yeah. Here it is. Bend over, Dan. <laughs> I don't like horny gay Tristan ghost. <laughs> Uh, as someone who welcome is, to the ghost house on uh, your horse Tristan ghost I don't use the term uh, <laughs> I don't use the term neurodivergent I use the term uh, mentally non-conforming very good uh, as a mentally non-conforming person uh, Elon Musk is stealing valor right now uh, without a doubt we can't fight amongst each other uh, all of us speds need to unite and uh, uh, fuck off <laughs> everyone's applauding they all love autism it's a disease. Or at least the first to admit it. Damn. Dan Aykroyd admitted so we'll it. So make a lot of eye contact with the cast tonight. But don't worry, I'm pretty good at running human in emulation mode. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, Mark Zuckerberg. That's joke. awesome. I'd first like to share with you Soy. my vision for the future. I believe in a renewable energy future. I believe that humanity must become a multi-planetary space-bearing civilization. Those seem like exciting goals, don't they? <laughs> Please no. gay goals. We weren't supposed to be up there. Stop. Now, I think if I just posted that on Twitter, I'd be fine. Uh-huh. It's cringe. It's, uh, it's not good. Like 69 days after 420, again, haha. These are all kind of funny as like one-off like quips in an otherwise I I serious conversation. Funny. In yes. this venue, I don't think end. it works. Look, I know I sometimes say or post strange things, but that's just how my brain works. <laughs> to anyone I've offended, I just want to say, I reinvented electric cars and I'm sending people to Mars in a rocket ship. This is, this Shut is the also, fuck up. This is what he said in his deposition to the SEC. Yeah. This is a direct <laughs> okay, apology to the SEC chair. <laughs> the, the, funny, the funny joke would have been, uh, so if anyone ha- takes any offense to my tweets, I say, why do you hate the mentally disabled? <laughs> yeah, that would have been a funnier joke. I, I heard Keegan-Michael Key did really bad on SNL, which I didn't is watch unfortunate really? here. Yeah. Huh. One of his jokes in his monologue was like, I can remember back when I was a kid, you know, in my parents' basement watching SNL on Saturday nights. And he goes, if you told kid me that I'd be doing this right now, he'd probably be too busy stealing your wallet to hear you. It's like, whoa, <laughs> fuck. What? That kind of fucking sucks. That's a stupid joke. Dude, Elon Musk is the most successful African American in the US. True. How do you feel about that, Steve? That's so funny. Let's see. I identify as an attack helicopter. <laughs> Dude! Yes! 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 Um let's go to where his mom is and we'll cut this segment. 
The answer is pretty much the same as now. You can hear right when Doge crashed during his, his mom segment. <laughs> his mom was like a super villain. My mother, who's here tonight. <sighs> here comes Mama Ma. I'm picturing Jeb Bush's wife. Is that accurate? <laughs> <laughs> Lola, what's her name? Lola Bunny. Kalumba. Kalumba. She she's a literal gremlin, and she and she made. When they when they got married, fucking Jeb converted to uh, Catholicism. Is that true? Yeah, he, he he's a Protestant to Catholicism. And I have met both of them. You have, yeah. Jeb is good. All right, here's Elon. No, uh, Elon Musk's mom looks evil. She looks like an evil dyke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's it? I mean, do you, no, she looks like an evil. <laughs> just hit the horse you can't <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, here's Mama Musk. Her name is May, like the month, but with an E at the end. Good. <laughs> Thanks for spelling my name, Elon. <laughs> Mom, do you remember when I was 12 and I created my own video game called Blastar about a spaceship that battles aliens? I do. I remember they paid you $500. But you were too young to open a bank account, so Fuck. I had to open one for you. She sounds like Siri. That's right. Uh, whatever happened to that bank account? That's not important. <laughs> it's like First a computer lady. video game about space into reality. Unless you consider that our reality might be a video. Why does she sound foreign and stupid? She's fucking South African. She sounds like she can't speak English. This might be low-hanging fruit for this bit. What? <laughs> I think Elon made that thing that is pretending <laughs> to be his mother. It's reverse. She should have made him. My my that's deep. My my face hurts from cringing. more more Mama Musk. Okay. Yeah. And we're all just computer simulations being played by a teenager in another planet. Oh, simulation theory is still hot, Elon. right, guys? Well, break a leg tonight. I love you very much. I love you too, Mom. Aww. And I'm excited for my Mother's Day gift. Oh, I just hope it's not Dogecoin. It is. You fucking it, bitch. No, that's literally what, what tanked it that night. That was unscripted, by the way. Wait, is that true? No, I don't know. Okay, how there, funny would no it fucking way. be if that, she, that woman can barely read a teleprompter? She it, can't think of anything with her brain. How funny would it be if like she made an offhand comment about it something totally that like he fucked it well, that, over? That her kid's been tweeting about pumping up the price. <laughs> well, that was I Rudy's. Hope I hope it's not that. Uh, dipshit <laughs> cryptocurrency you keep fucking plugging. Well, that was Rudy's crypto quarter, everybody. <laughs> it, actually, the first time... This is crazy. This is the first time <laughs> in the world... <laughs> this is the first time ever that Rudy's crypto corner has gone the whole way. With a... Oh, Steven, I'm sorry. You're right, though. You're you're exactly right. On the saddest day... Uh, the saddest cryptocurrency corner <laughs> that we've ever had. Bitcoin is down fucking 400%. <laughs> Well, Respect to the call to the viral. That triggers Tristan's viral audio clip of uh, the week. We have not had a Joe Biden clip on for a long time since he was elected, right? Yes. Yeah, because we pretty much said we were. We pretty much said like it's just too good. Yeah. It's just yeah. Uh, I mean, he's too good at his job. True. Yeah, no, it's funny because you never with Trump, you heard so much about what's going on in his. Um, so obviously it was very, you know, we heard about it because it was so strange that mm -hmm. a politician, a president was doing shady shit. But with 
Biden, it's back to normal. Nothing. He has. There's no shady shit going on at all. And because if there were, if there was, the media would would be telling us just like they told, told us with Trump. Even though most of the Trump things were actually just flat out lies. Anyways, you think that we'd be hearing more about Biden? He's doing such a good job, and is it's also tight. He's running a tight ship, and he was uh, testing trucks in Michigan. Look how viscous a, that gel is on the hummus. Steven's been staring at the hummus through all of these bits. I feel like I can see code. Mr. President. This truck has strange marks on it. It's I, cool as I, shit. And I found out why, though. Are they not solar cells? No. Do you know why it looks like that? It's mm. because that, that's not getting released for another like two years. Yeah. It's, it's an electric F-150. Mm-hmm. And it, it can also power your house for three days. It acts as a generator. Okay. Pretty cool. That's actually um, super really neat. badass. Good for Floridians. Yeah. Right. Um, but the reason why the designs like that, it's so competitor companies can't see like oh. the specific like you know curves and stuff of the truck because yeah. it's like a weird like ball like optical illusion on the side of it. Maybe I had seen a different one. I had seen him driving a truck and it had a bunch of strips on it that I thought were like some sort of solar panel ish thing. Yeah. Come look at this. That's neat. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I yeah. I totally thought that that was like no, a, it's it was like a heavy prototype. No, it's an optical illusion. Okay. Let's see, hopefully this clip has what he says. Yeah, in the it. truck actually isn't moving. It's just your eyes thinking it's moving. <laughs> Mr. President. This sucker's quick. How does How it drive? This fucker's quick. Stop. <laughs> it's so funny if you said this fucker's quick. I would I'd vote for him in 2024. If he rolled down that fucking window, this fucker's quick. Said, this fucker's quick. Uh. These journalists, they're just fawning over him. Yeah. You know, it's like, it was all just a fucking act. Them caring anything about actual journalism. Well, they're trying to... They're fawning. They're trying to like, get a good quote. Regardless of... I agree with what you're saying. But. Regardless of a political slant, like, that seems like the most leading that I've heard journalists mob someone in a while. Yeah, with what that lady says. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, how does, it, how does it feel to be, to be yeah. on, the, on the bleeding edge? Yeah. And I will say, I will say this. I'm not one to defend journalism. That's probably not their A tier one reporter following the president out to the Ford factory. I would mm-hmm. kill for that but, job. But if would, I was like, dude, I would be sucking my editor in chief's cock to go to the electric truck <laughs> Joe Biden festival. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's my favorite blues band. <laughs> the electric truck. Uh, but I would, uh, I would have also paid for just like Al Jazeera to be there to be like, what do you think about Palestine? We like, don't have directly a, in the window. We don't have a building over there anymore. Can you please help us? <laughs> yeah, right. Are you guys gonna do anything about Jamal Khashoggi? <laughs> so uh, Biden's driving that truck. Now I don't know anybody has a stopwatch, but I think if we're going zero to sixty in about four point three. Here comes. Not unless you get in front of the car as I step on it. That is so. That's the coolest thing he's ever said. Is threatening a journalist by running them over him. Uh, <laughs> something about him being back behind the wheel of a of a truck of a big car took him back to growing up in Office Town. <laughs> 
Scranton Biden is coming back out between him just going, this fucker slaps and I'm going to run you over. Meredith. Michael run over Meredith in Scranton. That's why he, that's why him getting car make him want to run over someone. I'm fucking dumbfounded. Oh, he said that? Yeah, no one's talking about it. That's so fucking funny. That's and sick also, of shit. Not only that, but I, I hate to be this guy, but if yeah, Trump yeah, a joke yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. I mean, come on. They would... Mussolini style. <laughs> but, but, but it's because Trump said it was mean spirited when Joe said it. It's just like, yeah. oh, there's that guy who doesn't have a brain I was, anymore. I, I was yes. going to say, I don't feel like it's too much cope to say if Trump said it, they would actually back away from the vehicle. Yeah. Because they would think that he's going to fucking run yeah. him down. They think Biden, it's like, oh, grandpa's making like kind of an off the cuff yeah. joke. He's going corn pop mode. Um, and also, there was someone next to him with another wheel driving the truck that's not true, is it? no it's real yeah 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 yeah. there's a shot of a you can see it for a split second it's a second wheel next to it with someone's hand on it i was gonna say i don't pay for boxing pay-per-views but i would pay for a pay-per-view of joe biden taking the pennsylvania driving exam well, i wonder no, exactly i wonder if that's like a like a secret service guy like as a security <laughs> risk like that's what i'm saying you have an old guy that's hitting like 80 mile per hour yeah. speeds the guy doesn't drive himself anywhere i'd like to say oh it's because he's you know mm-hmm. so old and and stupid that he can't drive but it's probably a safety precaution 78 year old president yeah. of the United States. You're imagine, probably not going to want him to go zero to 60 in four imagine seconds. Imagine if Biden's prototype. going like down the fucking airstrip or wherever they are. If, if he, he just crashes fucking and dies. rolls it. No, he <laughs> Paul Walker's it, dude. And then he gets out and he shotguns a natty ice. Fucking. No, he dies. Ford, Ford crazy. Ford stock plummets. <laughs> They killed the president. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, In a rare double whammy verdict, you can buy no, Fords no. with Bitcoin <laughs> and we killed the president. No, no, no. One thing is, you know, presidents never drive. And two, yeah. you never, he- a president has never gone a- in a car accident and died. Yeah. While driving the car. Well, I was going to say, there have been a couple presidential mishaps with vehicles. Well, yeah, 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 Franklin yeah, yeah, Pierce yeah. got a DUI on a horse and carriage. That is true. Biden. <laughs> and he ran a dude over. Yeah. Biden uh, channels his. Uh... <laughs> Channels, he his, dies in a car channels his presidential spirit animal Lyndon B. Johnson and thinks that <laughs> thinks that the truck is amphibious. <laughs> he just fucking drives it into a lake and drowns. Well, Michigan is the well lake, the pres- lake the, city. The president is the avatar. They uh, inherit the braids and thoughts and spirits of yeah. all former well, presidents, Joe Biden even the ones a- that are still alive. Uh, he thought the F one fifty was PT one oh nine, and he was like, "I gotta jump out of this motherfucker and swim to safety." Whenever Joe Biden was a child, they put four oh, toys PC. in front of him to choose from uh and that was how they choose the next president yeah joe biden uh i can't make a i can't make a child porn joke pt 109 was jfk's pt boat during the 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 world war i'm just i just not know that my brain is just going down the butterfly effect of joe biden wrapping the fucking truck around a tree (laughs) they do they do all the security checks they make sure that like the vehicle's safe you know they have him in like a roll cage or whatever he just fucking he finds a cliff that no one knew was there and just drives it the fuck off (laughs) holy shit no I'm actually thinking, like, seeing a car roll eight times and thinking that Joe Biden's in the driver's There's seat. The fucking president of the United States is in the car. We're also that's, all going to be questioned after this. That's such a mean though. thing to laugh about, but just the visual. Think of little Joe, old man Joe Biden. I mean, I, would, I would drive joy from it. Like, it would be a bummer. Well, the it's crazy when he's sad. Not, but just the, the fucking outlandish nature <laughs> exactly. of Joe Biden just of fucking... Of the president. <laughs> Scranton Joe. Dude. He fucking he gets a little too hyped up. The journalists are like egging him on a little bit too much. He's like, "Get a load of this, Jack!" And the truck just fucking explodes. 
You two-bit pony soldier. <laughs> you lying two-bit pony. I got a panini in here. The Secret Service agent says, sir, we need to slow down. And he goes, will you just shut up, man? And they both fucking die. <laughs> <He> just... 